25 minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Let's see the 
J.M. and the A.M. It's the Yeshiva Boys, Ashray, big popular song and a really good video. Came out a couple of years ago. Uh, before that, whole bunch of great Piamenta music. <laughs> uh, sometimes I just walk into the uh, CD library and pull out some great classics. And uh, This morning you heard Vaivenuziyahu and Birkat Hamazon, done by Piamenta off their live album. Deddy had Rutza. I believe those were words we said last Shabbos in the Haftorah. I just never got to it last week. <laughs> and, and Regesh, of course, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Thursday on this November 13th, day 20, in the month of Maracheshva in the year 5775. Tough Shanai and Hay. 38 degrees. It's chilly out there. It's cold. Some could argue it's earmuff and glove weather. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> if I want it to be warm, go to Yerushalayim. We're at 77. We're at 38, mostly cloudy, a high 50. Rain and possibly snow tonight with a low of 37. And tomorrow, partly cloudy, high temperature, uh, 43 degrees. That's it tomorrow, 43? Wow. 77 in Yerushalayim. We're at 38 here in Jersey City. Good morning. It's a Thursday at JM and the AM. Amazing programming on our stream all day long. Uh, here at, um, jmandtheam.org. I, the, the reason I'm mentioning this so early, usually I wait till we get closer till nine o'clock and remind everybody to tune in. I'm just going through some of the programming that has been arranged for today on our stream at jmandtheam.org. Just incredible stuff. Um, Charlie Harari is going to be on between nine and ten. Jew in the City, Allison Josephs, has a very special guest, Josh Meyer, a kid genius who CNN called one of the eight whiz kids who are the future of medicine. Can you imagine having a title like that? Oh, my gosh. Miriam Wallach has a phenomenal show today. Joe Bednarsh, athletic director up at Yeshiva University, is going to join her. And Deputy Director General of Sharet Tzedek in Israel. Dr. Ofer Merin is going to join her as well between 10.30 and 11. And then at 1 o'clock today after the live lunch, anybody, I'm telling you, we don't because Gorf is only on every, what, six, seven weeks. So we don't realize the types of shows that he's putting together and how appealing they'd be to a specific subset of our audience, which is so into this stuff. Today at 1 o'clock, the world, according to Gorf, during the stunt show, visits Stan Lee's Kamikaze 2014 Entertainment Expo, and Gorf moderates a panel of Jewish, Christian, and atheist Hollywood writers and producers from TV and film on the very timely subject of villains and faith. David Sachs of The Simpsons, David and Weiss of Shrek 2 and Smurfs, Butch Hartman from Nickelodeon's Fairy Odd Parents, Lisa Klink of Star Trek, and Gorf, all together between 1 and 2 o'clock this afternoon on our stream at jmandtheam.org. So lots of good stuff coming up. Make sure to keep it where you got it all day long. Thursday morning at 26 minutes before 7 o'clock here at JM and the AM. Well, we're going to try to take a closer look at the big Nefesh Benefesh event for this weekend. We're trying to get hold of somebody to uh, take care of it on their end. It's a... Um, a very busy week for the staff of Nefesh Benefesh. We're going to try to secure somebody to come on later on, um, coming up here at JM in the AM. 
And uh, we will check in with Jonathan Greenstein. He's got an event coming up this weekend. He has a massive auction of Judaica coming up later in November. I always have fun when we get to do this Judaica stuff. <laughs> All the valuable Judaica. A lot of silver in this collection, in this catalog. We'll do that coming up in the 8 o'clock hour right here at JM in the AM. Here's Yummy Lowy.
done by David Dardashti off the CD entitled The Return Wake Up that's 8th day from Brooklyn I don't mean from the town I mean from the CD Brooklyn Yaakov Shweki Yemeshkachech you heard Diaspora with Hu Yiftach Michal Schnitzler had Hu Yigal from the Wedding of the Year CD Yumi Lowy with Pen Pen Ahavas Hashem and the Ashrei song from the Yeshiva Boys Choir Thursday morning, it's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, around the world on the web, jmdm.org. Galates on the background, news from Israel coming up. Well, today's the last day if you're in the New York, New Jersey area, if you want to head to Hebron for Chaye Sarah, today's the last day to do that. So a special shout out to those who've waited till the last minute. And are on their way to the airport for the early afternoon flight to Israel for Shabbat Chayei Sarah. Enjoy. It's amazing. Galei Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Thursday next to Jamie. Galei Tzal, Asha'a 2, Kan Shibel Karmi Mansur, in Mashekore Achshav. תמונות היסטוריות מהחלל, הנחת התפילי התגברה על הקשל הטכני, התייצבה על גבי כוכב שביט והעבירה חומרים ראשונים לחדור הארץ. כתבתנו נועם דהן. תמונות מגיעות כעת מהנחתת לסוכנות החלל האירופית. זו הפעם הראשונה שרכב חלל מעשי ידי אדם נוחת על כוכב שביט, ומדענים מקווים כי יצליחו ללמוד כך על הדרך בנוצרה מערכת השמש. אמש לאחר הנחיתה דובך כי הנחתת לא מתקבעת באדמת הכוכב, אך לפני זמן קצר הצליחה.
כתב האישום שהוגש בפרשת רצח נועה אייל חושף את הראיות שהובילו ללכידת החשוד ברצח. נציג הפרקליטות אמר בדיון שנמצאה התאמה מוחלטת בין דגימת ה-DNA מגופתה של אייל לבין הדגימה שנאספה מרוקו של הנאשם, והסיכוי לטעות הוא אחד למיליארד. כתבנו ישי שנרב שמע את בן משפחתו של הנאשם ברצח. אנחנו המשפחה בהלם רב מאמינים בעזרת השם בחברותו של ה... השם, הנאשם. אנחנו כרגע מנסים לאסוף את השבר, לתת כתף, לא קל לנו. נקווה שהצדק יצא לאור. המשטרה עושה את העבודה נאמנה על הצעה הטוב ביותר, ושבעזרת השם הבן אדם האמיתי ייתפס ושישב מאחורי סורג ובריח. הפרקליטות מערערת על עונשו של ראש עיריית בת ים לשעבר שלומי לחיאני ודורשת להטיל עליו מאסר בפועל. כתבתנו שרון פולבר. על לחיאני נגזרו שישה חודשי עבודות שירות וקנס על סך רבע מיליון שקלים בגין עבירות הפרת אמונים בהן הורשע במסגרת הסדר טיעון. כעת הפרקליטות טוענת כי בית המשפט הקל עמו באופן חריג וכי יש מקום להשית עליו עונש מאסר משמעותי מאחורי סורג ובריח. לחיאני הודיע השבוע כי הוא מתפטר רשמית מתפקידו כראש עיריית בת ים ולא מתכ... מתכוון לערער על פסק הדין שניתן בעניינו. ניסב משה צ'יקו אדרי נכנס הבוקר לתפקיד מפקד מחוז ירושלים במשטרה. המפקד הפורש, ניצב יוסי פריאנטי, התייחס למתיחות האחרונה בבירה. אני מאמין בכל ליבי שאם האירועים סביב הר הבית יירגעו והקיצונים משני צידי המתרס יטופלו, בסופו של דבר השקט יחזור לשרור בירושלים, גם אם זה ייקח עוד מעט זמן. כתבתנו תמר ירושלמי מוסרת שהשר אהרונוביץ' אמר בטקס הפעילות המהירה של המשטרה הובילה לירידה באירועים האלימים אבל גל הטרור עדיין לא נגמר עדיין יהיו אירועים ופיגועים אני מניח, אני מקווה שלא הנחישות, זאת התגובה הנכונה הר הבית הוא המוקד ועל הר הבית לא יהיו פשרות התחזית לסוף השבוע, מחר עלייה קלה בטמפרטורות ובשבת שוב התקררות. ולסיום, בשיאו של המשבר, מכבי תל אביב יוצאת הערב למשחק חוץ קשה מול מלגה. יוגב אוחיון, שמונה לקפטן בעקבות פציעתו של גיא פנימי, שוחח עם אלי ישראלי ואבי טריגר. מכבי תל אביב, אנחנו אלופת אירופה, ומבחינתנו דברים כאלה אסור שיקרו לנו. ואם אפשר לקחת משהו טוב מהמצב הזה, זה שזה אולי יכול לבנות לנו את האופי. שמפה אי אפשר לרדת נמוך יותר, וככה גם במשבר של משחק אנחנו נדע לצאת ממנו. אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר.
J.M. in the A.M. Good morning. Welcome to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at, G- at, <laughs> at Gmail. That's funny. I'm looking at an email address. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Parshas Chaye Sarah. If you're on your way to the airport later this morning, enjoy Shabbat Chevron. In the holy city of Hebron in this Chaye Sorrow weekend, it is amazing. Wish I could be there. And uh, I know that anybody leaving as a last-minute guest, as somebody who's going to be uh, going literally just for Shabbat, or the beginning of Shabbat, you got to leave today, obviously. So enjoy the trip, a safe trip, and enjoy the incredible Shabbat in the holy city of Hebron. It is an amazing experience. Our friends at Nefesh Benefesh have this major event coming up on Sunday. We're going to try to um, secure a representative to discuss it with us. It is a uh, a unique event starting in New York City. It will be happening in L.A. as well. Uh, in addition to that, Nefesh Benefesh is inviting the public to submit nominations for its second annual Bonate Sion Prize. The award recognizes Outstanding Anglo-Olim veteran and recent, who embody the spirit of modern-day Zionism by significantly contributing to developing the state of Israel. A panel of uh, committee members will award $10,000 prizes in six categories, science and medicine, education, community and not-for-profit, young leadership in the IDF and national service, entrepreneurship and technology, and arts, culture, and sports. To be eligible, candidates must have made Aliyah from an English-speaking, from an English-speaking country, I assume, and have made a significant impact on the state of Israel. Deadline is Monday, December the 15th. Nomination forms available, bonezion.nbn.org.il. Winners will be selected by a committee of distinguished individuals and announced on Wednesday, February the 25th. Of 2015. So good luck. They, we had an, remember we had, uh, an, including Dr. Glick. Rabbi Glick, who, uh, thank God is doing a little better, uh, after the assassination attempt. His father was a Bonate Sion Prize winner. He joined us. Dr. Glick joined us. I think a couple of times last year, if I'm not mistaken. Here at JM in the AM. Uh, by the way, on the subject of, uh, the Glick family, uh, doctors in Shari Tzedek have reported that as of this past Tuesday, two days ago, terror victim Rabbi Yehuda Glick is beginning to breathe on his own without the assistance of a mechanical respirator. During a Knesset plenum session on Tuesday, Speaker Yuli Edelstein interrupted to make the announcement in a shaky voice, visibly emotional, overhearing the rabbi's condition is improving. Edelstein announced that he received a phone call from Glick personally telling him the good news. Rabbi Glick, of course, was shot at point-blank range by an Arab terrorist two weeks ago in an attempted assassination. Adelstein told the members of Knesset, you are the first I am sharing this news with to share my joy. A short time ago, I stepped down for a moment to speak with Yehuda Glick, who's breathing unassisted for two hours. He asked to speak with me and wanted to call me immediately. Rabbi Glick served as spokesperson for the Ministry of Absorption during Adelstein's tenure as minister, and they have remained friends since. Continue to, uh, keep in mind, um, uh, Yehuda Yehoshua Ben Rifka Ita Brindle. Yehuda Yehoshua Ben Rifka Ita Brindle for Rafur Shalema. So that is good news. Rabbi Glick's, uh, condition is improving. Baruch Hashem. 
JM in the AM at 18 minutes after 7 o'clock. Plenty more coming up. Keep it right here. Our community calendar, review of everything you'll hear today on jmtheam.org, and a whole bunch of other stuff between now and 9 o'clock this morning right here at JM in the AM.
from his Shuvu collection. Anila Dodi with Eitan Katz. Is that an amazing selection or what? Thursday morning, it's JM in the AM on the 13th of November, day 20 in the month of Marcheshvan. Getting cold out there. 38 right now, mostly cloudy with a high of 50. Tonight, rain, snow. Wow. 
Low of 37 tomorrow, partly cloudy with a high temperature of 43 degrees. We're at 77 in Yerushalayim, 38 here in Jersey City as we say good morning at JM and the AM. Ramaz parlor meetings continue for prospective uh, ninth grade students and parents for this coming fall, for next fall, 2015. They'll be in Teaneck tonight and then on the 18th of November on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. Information, ramaz.org or 212-774-8093, 212-774-8093. want to give a special shout-out to those who are continuing in the uh, Mayanot Continuing Education courses, which go on at Mayanot Yeshiva High School on a uh, regular basis, especially on Thursdays. And I know that there's a, a group of people that will be heading there later this morning. Uh, we spoke about this uh, a little earlier in the semester. So big shout-out to our friends at Maya Note. Reminder that Camp uh, Misora's Nala Israel program has a um, parlor meeting tonight out in Great Neck. The Spurgell family on Oxford Boulevard are going to be hosting. Starts at 8 p.m. You can meet Rabbi Dr. Noam Weinberg. And find out about Nala, go to the Camp Masora website for information on that. And a big shout-out, we keep talking about those heading to uh, Hebron, those heading to the airport right now for the final chance to get there in time for Shabbat Chaye Sarah. Uh, also want to um, acknowledge those who are heading to the Aguda Convention. I know that the uh, Thursday, which has really become an, an event in and of itself um, at the convention, uh, is going to start later today, obviously at the Hilton Woodcliffe Lake in New Jersey. And a, a special shout-out. We were there last year participating. It is a very interesting event, and we wish everybody good luck with that this weekend. The annual Friday night Rav Shlomo Kalbach uh, Shabbat, Kabbalat Shabbat service at the Young Israel of Midwood happens tomorrow night in the main sanctuary upstairs at 1694 Ocean Avenue, the corner of Avenue L. They're going to be davening Mincha at 431 Young Israel of Midwood presents their Shabbat Karlibach um, tomorrow night in Midwood, Brooklyn. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonish Masar of Zeb Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. It says in Shmos, No man could see his brother, nor could anyone rise from his place. The Chidush Yarim explains that once that each person couldn't see his brother, he could no longer discern what his brother needed. He couldn't perceive what his brother was lacking. The Pasuk then says he could not rise. They had sunk to such a low state that they couldn't elevate themselves spiritually. The Sefer Ali Shor writes that in a similar vein, when a person is steeped in the desires of his heart, he shakua in Gashmius in materialism and in the pursuit of fulfilling his own cravings. It's difficult to consider what the other person is wanting. He is more or less self-absorbed, unable to enter the other person's world and put himself in those shoes. Yet, opportunities to do chesed are sometimes transitory. We find in Tehillim that we say, Achtov chesed yedufuni, may only goodness and kindness pursue me. May the opportunities to do chesed, to be benevolent and to give tzedakah, not elude me. One should make every attempt to do acts of chesed with everyone, the rich, the poor, the wise, the imprudent, those who are successful and those who aren't. This is as Eliezer, the servant of Avram, prayed. He said, Hashem, 
Do kindness with my master, with Avram. Rav Chagi said in the name of Rav Yitzchak, Everyone needs chesed, even Avraham Avinu. The opportunities for chesed and staka are many. Sometimes an individual is in need of a listening ear, or good counsel, bikrocholim, or a shidduch. At times, one may need physical help, or money for food. The Alishur notes that when a person does a maisa chesed, he performs an act of kindness or charity. A spark of Ruach HaKodesh, of the Divine Spirit, is generated. This is an added dimension to each individual, which brings about an elevation to his soul. The great Reb Nachman of Breslov once said, Tzedakah, charity, has the weight of all the other mitzvos together. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day.
It's called Yachad here on a Thursday morning broadcast. Don't forget, tomorrow around this time, we're going to start 
our weekly update, weekly update. Malcolm Honline, who I believe is in Israel tomorrow. I believe he is in Israel tomorrow, which always makes the show even more exciting. Uh, the discussion here is uh, always pretty interesting, but when he's in Israel, I think it becomes even more so. Uh, 7.40 tomorrow morning, officially, that's when the weekly update begins. Make sure to be tuned in uh, around the world on jmnam.org, on the NSN app. Um, listen line at um, 401-347-0100. All the different methods to tune in and uh, to enjoy. By the way, uh, a couple of weeks ago we had... Um, Schleimi and Mayor Eichler in our studio, we were talking about all the different Parsha books. Uh, I mean, we could have spent an entire day talking about Parsha books. That's how many there are. Uh, but I noticed yesterday the uh, announcement from Koran Publications that now the Yeshivat Haaretzion Torah Mietzion series and Rabbi Shlomo Riskin's Torah Lights series are complete. Uh, complete Parsha sets, five volumes in each, as you would suspect, in a Parsha set. And the information you can go to korinpub.com. So Mazal Tov to our friends in the Gush and uh, to Rabbi Riskin is also a good friend as those works are complete and are available as everybody continues to explore the Book of Bracious. Chesed 24-7 as their event this coming Saturday night at Congregation Keter Torah on Romer Avenue in Teaneck, New Jersey. Uh, information, chesed247.org, chesed247.org. We'll talk about the um, exhibition happening Saturday night. Jonathan Greenstein has an exhibit that's going to be happening in uh, the five towns. We'll talk about that when he joins us later on. I think 8.30 he'll be joining us. The Circle of Life Amuna Benefit Dinner is uh, coming up this Saturday night. And a mazal tov to Shari and David Shapiro, Shandy and Daniel Brothman, Amy and Daniel Gibber, and Felicia and Stephen Honig. They're all being recognized as coming Saturday night at the Circle of Life Amuna Dinner at the Sheraton beginning at 8 p.m. Information at 212-564-9045 or log on amuna.org for information on that. Don't forget Saturday night, Congregation Talmud Torah of Flatbush has invited her by Dr. Jacob J. Schachter, Topic is American Jury and the Challenge of Choice from the 18th Century to Contemporary Times. That is happening with her by Dr. Jacob J. Schachter this coming Saturday night, 8 p.m. at the Talmud Torah of Flatbush, 1305 Coney Island Avenue in Flatbush, Brooklyn. And um, I, I received a note that uh, our friends up at Jep of Rockland have a memorial dinner in memory of Rabbi Yehuda Schwab. And I only had a couple of encounters with Rabbi Yehuda Schwab over the years. Uh, but he is somebody who, uh, number one, I wanted to mention this morning and remind everybody to go to the dinner. That's happening, I think, Sunday. Is it Sunday or Saturday night? Uh, it's happening Sunday. Happening Sunday up at Valley Terrace on College Road up in Suffern, New York. Um, but I wanted to mention it because uh, his legacy and um, what he did for so many during his life in the world of Jewish education was just spectacular. And a lot of people that listen to this show are great supporters of uh, what he began up there in Rockland County. So Jeff of Rockland has their event on Sunday. It's in memory of Rabbi Schwab. We recommend everybody go and participate. It's jepprockland.org or 845-372-5011, 845-372-5011. And he is certainly missed. 14 minutes before... 8 o'clock, it's JM and the AM as we continue on this um, 
Thursday morning. And I want to remind everybody that we have an amazing day on our stream. Charlie Harari at 9 a.m. Jew in the City speaks 10 o'clock this morning. Allison Josephs with another amazing person that she's going to be recognizing at the Jew in the City Awards event that's going to be happening. Uh, that's all between 10 and 10.30 this morning. Miriam L. Wallach with Joe Bednarz, who's the athletic director up at Yeshiva University, 10.30 this morning with That's Life. Uh, you'll be able to hear that. And uh, she'll also be joined by the Director General of Shari Tzedek Medical Center in Israel. So um, make sure to tune in. There's a lot going on in our stream today. Oh, and one note, those of you who are <laughs> those of you who are fans of the following, you want to tune in at 1 o'clock today as Gorf hosts the Stun Show. Today he visits Stan Lee's Kamikaze 2014 Entertainment Expo. And his panel of Jewish, Christian, and atheist Hollywood writers and producers include David Sachs of The Simpsons, David Weiss of Shrek 2 and Smurfs, Butch Hartman from Nickelodeon's Fairy Odd Parents, Lisa Klink of Star Trek, and Gorf, of course. It's all between 1 o'clock and 2 o'clock on our stream at jmtheam.org. should be very interesting. They will discuss a panel discussion on the subject of villains and faith. Villains and faith. Pretty amazing. This is JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M., Rabbi Baruch Chaitin Company from the um, CD entitled Awake with Lachado D. Sheryl Juskowitz had Asher Barra, Machol Przanski in there with Ain Ode Milvado. Great music on a Thursday, that's for sure. Thanks for tuning in to America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world in the web, jmtheam.org. Reminder, this Sunday is the Stern College Open House. Next Sunday, the 23rd, Yeshiva College. I want to thank uh, President of Yeshiva University, Richard Joel, for being here yesterday. That was pretty cool. Got to cover a whole bunch of stuff, and I appreciate it. Um, the memorials, uh, Memorial Remembrance and Celebration of Life, a tribute gathering in the study of Mishnayis in honor of Rabbi Yitzchak Ring. Rabbi Yitzchak Ring was um, Nifter passed away on Yom Kippur. He was a dear son, beloved brother, wonderful friend, a lecturer, a counselor to many, a nutrition maven, and a friend to all. Rabbi Yitzchak Ring will be remembered this coming Sunday, November the 16th at 2 p.m. at Congregation Ohel Moshe. Uh, the tribute is dedicated by his sister Marlene. The event is at Ohel Moshe, 849 Ocean Parkway in Brooklyn. Information at 718 Four three seven zero zero fifty seven one eight four three seven zero zero fifty uh for that and he is certainly remembered by a lot of people in this audience. Uh the Destiny Foundation or I Beryl Wine present a film premiere and dessert reception Faith and Fate Holocaust film entitled Passing the Torch this Sunday at the Library for the Performing Arts. 111 Amsterdam Avenue in New York City. Information, jewishdestiny.com. Again, that's jewishdestiny.com for info about that event. That is for this coming Sunday. And a reminder that Ten Yad has their big auction. They do amazing work in the area of Hachnasas Kala. And their big auction, which includes a major performance entitled The Best Mistake of All, and includes a great buffet and a whole bunch of wonderful prizes. Happens at the Razag Ballroom in Brooklyn, New York, this coming Sunday. Go to tenyad.org. You could bid online. You can get information online. Uh, support Tenyad. They are incredible. Tenyad.org or dial 718-756-1482. 718-756-1482 for information. We'll explore the amazing... Nefesh Benefesh coming up next. They have an amazing and incredible event this Sunday in New York. That's all happening if you keep it right here at JM in the AM.
Friedman, of course, Yesh Tikva. If listener Simon sends me one more picture from Amek Rifaim, I may have to hop a plane today, like so many of our friends are, to go to uh, to go to Shabbos Chai Esara in Chevron. Unbelievable! Big shout out to those uh, getting ready to head to the airport for the last minute Shabbat Chai Esara people. Jam and the Am reminder: amazing programming on our stream all day long at jamtheam.org. Charlie Harari with the boardroom follows JM and the AM with top marketing strategist Isamar Ginsberg and their CEO investor spotlight. Other segments include practical productivity, the corner office, management tips, life bits, business inspiration, and in the news with Michael Davis. He's got a lot going on in one hour. Uh, then at, uh, then at uh, 10 o'clock, Jew in the City speaks. Allison today is going to be, um, uh, is going to be speaking with another one of the, uh, Incredible people who's being feted as a 2014 Orthodox Jewish All-Star. This is a kid genius who CNN called one of the eight whiz kids or the future of medicine. The name, Joshua Meyer. That's at 10 o'clock. At 10.30, that's life. Miriam Al-Wallach with Joe Bednarge, athletic director at Yeshiva University. They'll discuss this uh, amazing Max season. Uh, which is uh, underway. And then Dr. Ofer Merin, Deputy Director General of Shari Tzedek Medical Center and Director of Trauma Preparedness, will discuss emergency preparedness at Shari Tzedek. That's all in the half hour between 10.30 and 11. And at 1 o'clock today after the live lunch, the world according to Gorf during our stunt show hour, he'll speak with a panel about villains and faith. Gorf visits Stan Lee's Kamikaze 2014 Entertainment Expo and moderates a panel of Jewish, Christian, and atheist Hollywood writers, including people like David Sachs in The Simpsons, David Weiss of Shrek 2, Butch Hartman from Nickelodeon's Fairy Odd Parents, Lisa Klink of Star Trek, and of course Gorf himself. If you're into any of that stuff, make sure you're tuned in between 1 and 2 o'clock today on our stream at jmandtheam.org. Well, we've been telling you about Impact Israel, Impact Israel, is an amazing event catering to students and young professionals who are looking to explore career paths, job opportunities, and social entrepreneurship in Israel. And, of course, it's Nefesh Benefesh who's behind this incredible event, like any incredible Israel event. And uh, Benji Davis is with us live via telephone. He is program coordinator and knows a lot about what's happening this coming Sunday in New York, and then Monday in Los Angeles with the Impact Israel event. Benji Davis, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning, New York. How's it going? Everything is wonderful. Well, if you want to put together an event with people who have made an impact on Israel, uh, I would guess it's easy for Nefesh Benefesh because they know a lot of people at this point who have had a major impact on Israel. Just a few thousand, you know? <laughs> um, and I'm pretty fortunate in my job where I'm meeting... A lot of the movers and shakers, especially you know, my peers, the young professionals that are making Aliyah, I get to join on the flights and come here, you know, helping them with their post-Aliyah process, helping them find a job, and then really seeing them thrive uh, in their careers. So we had this idea, well, why don't we take a bunch of the Olim that are really thriving here in various uh, and very interesting fields, bring them to New York, bring them to L.A., um, talk about, you know, their journey and their experience and how they feel like they're making an impact and having a meaningful uh, 
but also a, a really successful career here in Israel. This is what's different from a quote-unquote Aliyah seminar, right? We're not talking about... Absolutely. We're not... What we did was we tried to fuse um, the the uh, Aliyah seminar, but with actually bringing people that are actually, you know, having a successful Aliyah and right. show them what, what Israel is like and what it could be uh, like for people that are thinking about Aliyah or thinking about living in Israel. So as, you know, working at Nevish Benevish, you know, I think we're pretty good at providing the seminars, providing the information, and really giving all potential the resources but I think to me, an actual lev who's been here three, four, five years uh, and working in the field, being involved in the community, uh, and just you know having a life here in Jerusalem or in Tel Aviv, secular, religious, or anything in between, you know that is the real way I think to help potential Olim connect to Israel. This happens, by the way, Sunday in New York, starting at 12:30 p.m. at a place called Convene, which is at 733rd Avenue. In New York City, those of you on the West Coast, it's Monday in L.A. at the Hyatt Regency Century Plaza. Of course, all the uh, information at nbn.org.il slash impact, nbn.org.il slash impact. Benji uh, Davis is with us live via telephone. So this is not simply the presentations because you are going to be breaking up into panel discussions and really, you know, people have a chance to hear what they want to hear that day. So I'll tell you, when I was thinking about how we could really change things for this program, and I wrote up a rough draft, for the actual program of it, I called it Organized Chaos. (laughs) And not breakout sessions, but Organized Chaos. Because what we're going to do is we're going to have four different tracks that people can choose from, whether it's going to be something that's going on for 20 minutes, 40 minutes, or they can just go to the fair room. So what we're having is each of the six Olim that we're bringing to New York and L.A., they're going to give like a what's called like a TED Talk. Uh, a 12-minute presentation on their Aliyah journey and how they're making a difference. It'll be more of sharing a few funny stories, you know, great moments in their life, uh, and why they, you know, they love what they do and doing it in Israel. We have panels that are more of the, what we tried to fuse with um, the Aliyah information, but in the practical information with uh, the Olim that are thriving in these fields. So we'll have a panel on building your career. We'll have a panel on startups and high techs, and we'll have a panel on uh, community activism going on at the same time as these inspirational sparks. And then we're also going to have your classic Nefesh Benefesh Aliyah sessions, benefits of Aliyah, learn about communities of where you can live, um, and then a hearing from the Jewish agency. And then we're going to have as well a, a fair room so you can meet with an employment professional, uh, work on your interview skills, work on your CV. You can meet with the universities and other Massa programs and things like that. So really, it's organized chaos, <laughs> lots of energy, and it's going to be a great time. Anybody that someone specifically wants to meet, they want to speak to soldiers who've already done what they're going to be doing as soldiers. So they want to speak to entrepreneurs who've been successful. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, actually, because I'm going to be leading a session on being a lone soldier in the IDF, and we have a few lone soldiers uh, that went back to study at Yeshiva University that are going to be joining me. So it's not the whole the concept for the day is, yes, you can hear from an Aliyah professional, but hear from someone who's actually experienced it. Yeah, and the, um, and the same with the entrepreneurs. You have a lot of people that have dreams in terms of what they're going to be able to accomplish in Israel. They'll speak with people and meet people who've done just that. Mm-hmm. We're, we're essentially creating a, a networking event that we could do in Tel Aviv or in Jerusalem, and we're 
plopping it right into New York and plopping it right into L.A. That's a great idea. I'm sure there are a lot of people who are, number one, nervous about the decision about making Aliyah, and this is going to calm their nerves somewhat. And then there are others who may be thinking about Aliyah, and once they meet these people, this will push them in the direction uh, eastward. We're talking about Israel connectivity, and I think a lot of us that, you know, either made the jump, made Aliyah, coming to Israel, as you said, coming for this weekend, or for Pesach, or for Sukkot, uh, or really any time. We're all connected to Israel, and a lot of us really have it, you know, in our kishkas that we want to live here. And then sometimes you need that extra practical bump, or really it's building the relationships. Uh, or it's just hearing a story, I'm inspired, I'm ready to go and get on the plane, and I'll figure it out when I get there. There's all different types of olim, and we're really there to cater for everyone. By the way, in terms of direct attractions, uh, you have in the in the announcement that there's such a thing as a free master's degree in Israel? Mm-hmm. So one of the amazing benefits uh, that the Israeli government gives to potential olim uh, is a free degree. So if you haven't done your BA yet, you can do your BA three years after your Aliyah. And if you haven't done a master's yet, then you could do a master's here. Up until 30 years old, you can get a free master's. Uh, it's for the specific programs at the public Israeli universities. And they even have programs here in English, which do cost a little bit more, but you're getting a significant subsidy. And the actual cost of the tuition... If I even told you, everyone would laugh comparing it to, you know, tuition. I know, I know, I know. We we don't realize, you know, we talk about, you know, strictly uh, tuition is one of the, um, or understandably, I should say, tuition is one of the major attractions at this point, but it goes so far beyond that. Uh, you know, an older person's own degree, as you just described, can be obtained for free. The uh, the benefits, the Aliyah benefits in general across the board are are, you know, it, it was nothing like this before. I mean, it's, it's uh, right? The, the, the incentives to make Aliyah are absolutely there, but it's more of, I think, the Israeli government and also Nefesh Benefesh, you know, we're working together, you know, also with the Jewish agency and everyone else there is to really set people up for success. Right. Um, you know, you heard that a lot, you know, when you're growing up in school, going to university, you to set yourself up for success and moving to another country it's not easy, even if it's Israel, and many of us have gone to visit, we went to yeshiva for the year, study abroad, and things like that. So we really want to set people up for success, limit the bureaucratic limitations, limit the obstacles, and, you know, give out some gifts there, uh, like the free degree, to hey, help you advance. Yeah, it's quite a gift. Uh, the Impact Israel Conference in New York at Convene at 733rd Avenue in New York City. Registration begins 1230 this coming Sunday. The event on the West Coast, it begins Monday night at 630 p.m. I am assuming that all the breakout session uh, um, uh, charts uh, and in terms of panels, etc., that's all available on the website, right? All available on the website. Go to nbn.org.il slash impact and get ready this weekend to uh, really uh, be impacted when it comes to uh, Aliyah and uh, meeting people who've done what so many people in this audience want to do. nbn.org.il slash impact, nbn.org.il slash impact. Again, in this area, it's happening at 733rd Avenue in New York. Registration starts Sunday at 12.30 p.m. Benji Davis is program director for this unique event. Good luck. I have a feeling since it's uh, you and this incredible organization, you're going to see a tremendous number of people Sunday and Monday who want to make Aliyah. Thank you so much. I'm really looking forward to it, and I hope to see a lot of people there that are listeners to the show. I appreciate that. Thursday morning broadcast, this is JM in the AM. As we continue, uh, this is a selection from Schlockrock.
go far away and leave your home behind. Take everyone with you and see what you will find. The angels came down from above. He ran and gave them food. To honor all his guests is what he understood. Son, who is so very dear? Sacrifice him to me. You should not shed a tear. You didn't ask what's this about. You simply understood. If it comes from above, it has to be for good.
in the AM, Adma Tai Psachia, with a, a CD entitled Shattered Glass. And uh, that selection off of that CD here at JM in the AM. Before that, passed the test. By the way, that might be on the list of underrated um, schlock rock songs. That may be the one about Abraham, passed the test. That is a great tune from Lenny. Lenny's coming in. I got an email from him yesterday. He's coming in. He's going to be in the United States for like a month. Try to get him in studio at some point. His new project is coming out in February. Uh, Jay Greenstein and Company presents an exhibition of Modernism in Judaica, a selection of important 20th century Jewish art. Happens this coming Saturday night at 8 p.m. at their gallery, 417 Central Avenue in Cedarhurst. Jonathan Greenstein is with us live via telephone to talk about this. And we'll also talk about my favorite, the big Judaica auction that's happening on November the 24th, Jonathan Greenstein, welcome back to JM in the AM. 
Good morning, brother. How are you, Nachum? Bar- Thank you for having me. Baruch Hashem, doing great. You know, some people would say that the word modernism and Judaica do not belong in the same sentence. You know that. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, firstly, before I forget, Yehuda Green says, thank you for the vitamin recommendation. It did real, real good for him, number one. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, I'm glad somebody yeah, listens. And, I'm glad someone listens to me. question, Judaica itself, um, the art of Judaica has been generational. Uh, you can look at some artwork in the 1600s, 1700s, uh, reflecting on Judaism at the time and Jewish... Um, you know, Jewish, uh, uh, Jewish shuls at the time and different ceremonies, and it just evolves into whatever art form is happening at the time. In other words, the, the exhibition that we're doing on Saturday night is mainly artists from the 70s, 80s, and 90s uh, that interpreted either Jerusalem, uh, Judaic scenes from synagogues, in their own style. Yeah, I mean, what I said was sort of tongue-in-cheek. It's just funny when we think of Judaica, you're thinking of classics, antiques, etc., etc. And as you just described, there's plenty from the last 30 and 40 years that's got to be analyzed as well. Yeah, so, no, absolutely, man. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. You know, we decided to do this you know, exhibition. Um, there was an estate that came to market uh, about a year, a year and a half ago, and there was a whole bunch of really great paintings that uh, this man, um, very wealthy man, accumulated over the course of many years. He had a very, very fine eye. Uh, we bought the collection, uh, and now we're exhibiting it. You know, uh, there's you know, no charge for it. People can come in and look. You know, it's our love. It's our passion. You know, Abe, you know, Abe Kugielski that works with me in the, in the gallery and I, um, we do this. Obviously, we make a parnasa from it, but we do this out of love of looking at Jewish art. Yeah, you're really into this stuff, that's for sure. There are eight artists that you put on the flyer in terms of Saturday night's event. I mean, I mean are these well-known names in the world of modern art? Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, these are not unknowns. Uh, Mikhail Mushnik, he's still alive. He's, you know, he's in New York. Uh, Ilya Shore passed away in 1961. He was one of my all-time favorite artists and silversmiths. In fact, uh, we just recently purchased an Etrog box that was made by him out of silver uh, from the Michael Steinhardt auction for almost $100,000. Oh, it was God. absolutely magnificent. His paintings are only, a, you know, like $1,000, $1,500, you know, but uh, you know, his silver goes for a lot of money. And Zvi Raffaelli is becoming the new Ruben Ruben. Uh, he also passed away recently. Uh, and while his paintings are in the two to $3,000 range, and Ruben Ruben is in the sixty to $80,000 range, um, it's just going to be a matter of time you know, before the value accumulates on that and achieves even higher numbers. Jonathan Greenstein with us. Are you wowed on a daily basis, a weekly basis, a monthly basis? When does something come into your gallery? Every, every day. It's every uh, day? Every day I get emails, um, you know, maybe between six and ten emails a day. Uh, we do, obviously, we do a lot of advertising for people that, you know, want to sell their Jewish, you know, Judaic objects right. at an auction or sell them outright. But, yeah, uh, we have, I have a column in um, Inyan Magazine in uh, Le Havdil, Reform Judaism magazine also, where people email me uh, of their family heirlooms, and, you know, not necessarily to sell them, but what are they and what are they worth? People don't realize that the amount of Judaica in the shelves and closets in the apartments in New York City, in Florida, California, uh, greatly exceeds any museum in the world. You know, things descend in families, unfortunately, due to assimilation in America and elsewhere. Um, you know, people, you know, these things just get put away, and children and grandchildren of people that once upon a time practicing Jews um, just, you know, let it sit and accumulate. And Baruch Hashem, we're able to bring it back out and to get it back into usage.
It's unbelievable. Jonathan Greenstein is with us. The exhibit is Saturday night starting at 8 p.m., 417 Central Avenue in Cedarhurst. The name, Modernism in Judaica, a selection of important 20th century Jewish art. Let's move on to my favorite thing for a moment. On the 24th of November at the Cedarhurst Gallery, you're opening things up for another amazing Judaica auction. And this, yeah. I love looking through your catalogs, as you know. Thank you, thank you. Thank I mean, you, you go, I don't think the pages are numbered here, but you, you go to the Vishniak photograph, right? There's a photiac, photograph right. in the 1930s. I mean, there are, there are people out there that will pay two to three thousand dollars for that photograph. Oh, yeah, easily. Uh, no question about it. You know, the more intense, uh, the photograph is, the more figures that are in it, uh, generally the more elderly rabbaic you know, rabbinic type of figures, uh, the more money it's going to. And be. here in this yeah. one, you have a whole bunch of elements. You have different generations. It's outdoors, or at least it seems that way to me. So that I think that gives it another additional charm. You know, you don't you don't see a lot of rabbinic pictures outdoors. You know what I mean? Usually, it's over you know studying over a book. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, he, you know, he, as Shlomo would say, he just looks like such a sweet Jew in front of a couple of children. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And tell me about the appeal. I spoke about this the other day as well. The early Yiddish folk eye chart it is an eye chart with hebrew letters but that's correct but yeah. nonetheless it is it is appealing to collectors out there because uh because it's uh it's you know you had a whole bunch of jewish immigrants that came to this country you know in the mass wave of immigration from 1870 all the way up to world war one they didn't read english you know right. so when they went to the eye doctor they had a yiddish they had yiddish letters you know <laughs> hebrew letters put on the wall and the doctor would go to them you know uh, read the top line they would go you know Yes, you know, the second line, hollow space. <laughs> you know, they didn't know A, B, C's, and D's. You know, just like, you know, in some silver, when you had Russian Jews uh, here, uh, Eastern European Jews, they didn't mark things with sterling, you know, to sell to them. They would mark them with the old Russian hallmarks because that's what they understood. Right. Unbelievable. It, it, yeah, I'm looking at the Agam Kiddush cup. Is it yeah, just... Yeah, that, is it just... Very yeah, I'm sorry. Good. No, I was going to say, I was going to say, is it just because I'm so shallow in this area that I'm so taken by it because it's so colorful and, and bright yeah, and unique? Yeah, exactly. It's colorful, bright, <laughs> and, you know, on the kid's, on the, on the shop's table, there's no way you're going to mix it up for the horse reticence. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's definitely out there, you know, um, you know, but uh, the modern, the modern Judaic is developing, uh, the modern Judaica is developing a whole niche market of its own. Things that were created, you know, by Agam, Wolpert, Ilya Shore, uh, it's taken on a whole new life to itself. Um, prices are out of control. Things, things that have been purchased by, um, you know, visitors to Israel, uh, who's gone to, you know, various silversmiths that did things by hand, and paid two, three thousand dollars at the time, and coming back ten years, twenty, not ten years, you know, thirty years later, and things are worth thirty, forty thousand dollars. Right. There's a, it's a whole new market. People like to decorate stuff, you know, their house with antiques. But there are even more people that decorate their house in modernism, and uh, and that's really evolved. That's really brought out the market in this. My grandparents got married in the uh, teens or nineteen twenties. If I found their ksuva, you would want it. Absolutely, uh, an American kasuva um, from the eighteen fifties. Is worth a tremendous amount of money. Just from, a, you know, the turn of the, you know, from the turn of the century all the way to the 1920s, not that much, but probably in the four to five hundred dollar range. Unbelievable. Depending on decoration. And it doesn't have to be anybody special. It could be any couple that got married in the early 1900s. Any sweet, holy yid, <laughs> that, uh, like Reb Shlomo would tell us. You know, any sweet little Jew. I think it's your third Kalbach reference in this conversation. <laughs> Jonathan Greenstein. for Reb Shlomo and your brother from NCSY. <laughs> 
uh, pulling me out of you know Ripsolma's music and your brother's NCSY pulling me out of public school when I was four, 17 years old at the time. Who knows? Where would the Judaica industry be? Where would the Judaica be exactly? Uh, Jonathan Greenstein's with us. The gallery auction is the 24th of November. The event that we spoke about, Modernism in Judaica, is this coming Saturday night, both at 417 Central Avenue in Cedarhurst. I've seen your catalogs, as you know. I study them, and I, I love reading them. This one seems to be very silver-heavy. Am I right that there's more higher percentage of silver items than usual? Absolutely. Sometimes we do, um, you know, we get some books and some manuscripts, but, you know, this, you know, we do three major auctions a year, which are these little, these big, these big catalogs, and we do another four of the small catalogs, you know, like as we call them in the gallery, Chachka auctions for right. beginning collectors. I love those, um, the stucco boxes yeah, and yeah. stuff. Uh, absolutely adorable. That's I correct. Love those. You know, little charity boxes, these J and F boxes right. you know, that we would go around in the seventies, you know, and collect from our neighbors. You know, a couple of coins here and there. Believe it or not, sell for about a hundred bucks. Unbelievable. You know, they were worthless back then. You know, it's a it's nostalgia. That's that's what it is. But yeah, like I said, this collection we we got a uh, a bunch of great estate pieces. Uh, if you look at lot number seventy nine, there's a tremendous conical lamp that, God willing, will go for between a hundred and a hundred twenty thousand dollars from the eighteenth century. There'll be a buy. There'll be a buyer for that. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Unbelievable. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of collectors in in Russia. You know, there's a lot of collectors uh, here and right here in New York. A lot of collectors in you know um, Los Angeles. And uh, when a piece like this comes to auction, it's um, you know it's it's very well sought after. If, it used are, to belong. Get, no, I was, go ahead. It used to belong to. It used to belong to a collection in Chicago. Um, who bought it in Sotheby's in 1982 for about twenty-two dollars to $23,000. So if you look at the return on the investment over the course of 30 years, I'm not sure if shares of Apple would have done better, but uh, it's definitely <laughs> in the right direction. By the way, I'm, I've been told by many radio professionals that in, in my case, when I interrupt a guest often, it means I'm enthusiastic about the topic. So please please take that as a compliment. <laughs> nothing but love between us, man. The, um, are you into modern Israel, and again, modern in quotation mark? A manuscript, for instance, if you found or were presented with a letter that David Ben-Gurion wrote to, I don't know, Harry Truman, would you be interested in something like that? Absolutely. We, we've sold those in the past. You know, a letter from Ben-Gurion to an average person would probably achieve between 1500 and $2,500 to an American president, you know, somewhat more. Uh, there's a good possibility that in the February auction we may have uh, Zev Jabotinsky's passport. <gasps> we're, still nego- yeah, we're still negotiating it, you know, uh, in favorable terms. What would that so, go yeah, for? Uh, we can estimate it between ten and twenty thousand dollars, and um, I, I don't know. if uh, It's a, ver- a real, real niche market. You have to have somebody who's really interested in early Zionism um, right. because it's a, it's a big number for a small document like that. But I mean, there's only one, and there was only one Sev Jabotinsky, you know. So, uh, but yeah, the, the, the found anything related to Zionism from the first half of the twentieth century is, uh, you know, uh, achieves the record numbers. You know the old joke about the kid asking Begin for two autographs, right? No, kid asked kid asked Menachem Begin for an autograph, and of course he signs it. And then he says, "Mr. Begin, can I have one more?" And he says, "Why would you want a second? He said, "Because two ben, two Begins are worth one Ben Gurion." That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have to I would have the, to agree with the, that. The kid was on the trade market when it came to autographs. What can I tell you? And finally, excuse my ignorance. In lot eighty six, a collection of four antique chauffeurs. So to me, they look like you know chauffeurs I could buy at Eichler's today. How do you authen- right. how do you authenticate that something is in fact a an, an antique uh, you know in this case chauffeur? Uh, you could look at the way that it's carved, and also chauffeurs you know being made out of horn age. Um, these uh... I, are, are not possible to use. 
they become very thin and very brittle, much like if you cut a fingernail off and you let it you know, shrivel up. The same thing happens over the course of 100 or 120 years. Uh, that it, um, it becomes uh, very soft and unusable. unusable. Today's chauffeurs uh, are thick, uh, highly nice. polished. You know, these were made probably in Germany, possibly Poland. There's no way to, t- to tell you know, where they actually came from. They're definitely European of some sort. So it shows its age. It's as simple as that. Really easy yeah, to pretty, examine it. Yeah, pretty much. You know, chauffeur is one of the easiest things to, you know, to look at you know, to see an age as opposed to a piece of silver, which unfortunately you know, are faked and forged all the time. And right. it takes a true expert to truly understand between the real and the unreal. Wow, unbelievable. Price of silver has probably been a very big challenge for you in both directions, buying and selling. I mean, it's, it's, um, it's really expensive yes, these days. Yes and no, um, because if you think about it, silver is anywhere between 17 and $40 an ounce at its absolute highest. Right. You know, but if you think about a piece of Judaica, what could it weigh? Four, five, six, ten, twenty, thirty ounces. Right. You know, but the Judaic value always, always, always exceeds the value, um, you know, of just the silver itself. Right. You know, even, uh, even some of these things, if they were made from gold, the value of them Judaically as opposed to the value of their, you know, met, met, metallogically, is that a word? You know, you know just based on the metal uh, is always, um, you know, Judaica always rocks. Are there a lot of people like me who could not possibly afford any of these items but just love looking through the catalog and, and love discussing it with you? Absolutely. Uh, you know, we have enthusiasts come in and, you know, spend a half an hour with Abe, you know, going over a... Uh, you know, a kiddish cup that uh. you know, came to them from their grandparents. Like I said, while it, you know, there's no question about it, you know, we make money from this. It's a parnasa. It's a passion. It's a love. We enjoy spending time with people when they come in with the things. You know, we're the only place, as far as I know, in the entire United States that specializes only in antique Jewish ritual art, not books, not manuscripts. You know, this is it. This is the only thing that we do. So, you know, Baruch Hashem, we get a lot of traffic. We're right on Central Avenue in Cedars where we've been for years. So a lot of people from the neighborhood come in with their things right. and want to know where it came from. No interest in selling it. You know, just want to know the history behind right. it. You know, grandparent dies. They don't know who it belonged to beforehand. You know, uh, they don't know the history from it. They don't know what country it came from. Yeah. You know, and, Abe, and they want to know if it's from 1980 or 1880, you know. Yeah, exa- exactly. Or whether it's 1880 or, you know, 1780. Right. And, we, you know, we're delighted to spend time with them. If you go to, you know, if you, if you look at our TV show, you know, Jewish Guilt, you know, uh, right. it shows all these people coming in constantly. Uh, and bring in their, you know, their parents, you know, their parents and their grandparents, Judaica, you know, for an evaluation. Unbelievable. Well, maybe for my 40th anniversary here, I'll tell them to forego the gold watch and speak to you instead. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Not gonna hook you up, man. Yeah, my word. Make sure you get some real quality value that will only, only, only be in it. Well, we're still a long way from there, but <laughs> I guess I'm already starting to prepare. Uh, Jonathan Greenstein, the exhibit is called Modernism in Judaica, a selection of important 20th century Jewish art this Saturday night beginning at 8 p.m. at Jay Greenstein and Company at 417 Central Avenue in Cedarhurst. The auction that I keep talking about is at their gallery on the 24th of November. You can contact them at the following phone number for information, 516-295-2931. That's 516-295-2931. You want to give out a web address? Yeah, definitely. Uh, jgreenstein.com. That's the letter J followed by my last name, greenstein.com. Or you can email me at jonathan, J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N, at jgreenstein.com if you have things to sell or if you want to just know what it is. And if people want to make it a night out on Saturday night, you're guaranteeing there'll be some kosher restaurants open on Central Avenue, right? 
you know, my wife and I moved to the five towns uh, just about 20 years ago only because of the kosher restaurant. <laughs> there you and go. To this day, we stay in the neighborhood. We actually moved in from Zomix when it was on Central <laughs> Avenue. We used to drive in from Brooklyn to get challahs and babkas from it. So, you know, so we might as well just live here. Imagine that. We're passionate about things that we have passions in common aside from Judaica. <laughs> oh, it's, it's always food. You know, listen, Nachum, I love the Lower East Side. You know, when Judah owned Kosars, even uh. before Judah owned Kosars, you know, those are the best biologists in the world. And Bernstein's, you know, has Schmuck's ever, has anything ever come close to Schmuck of Bernstein's? Often imitated, but never ever duplicated, Mr. Greenstein. <laughs> My father, Olaf Shalom, gave me one piece of advice, and I'll close with it. Yeah. When you go to Bernstein's, you always eat the hot dog before the pastrami, because the pastrami leaves a better aftertaste. <laughs> what a great piece of advice. <laughs> ah, I love it. All right. If only he would have put that in letter form, we could sell it in the Judaic auction. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> Jonathan, thank you, and good luck Saturday night. Nachum, always a pleasure. Blessings to you and your family. I greatly appreciate that. Thursday morning, it's JM and the AM as we continue uh, with this selection from Yossi Green.
J.M. in the A.M. Uh, that's from the uh, Yiddish Nacha CD, Kelak Achtov, done by Yossi Green and Company. An amazing day on our stream at jmtheam.org. Make sure to be tuned in, everybody. Listen carefully. Charlie Harari coming up between 9 and 10 with the boardroom. At 10 o'clock, Jew in the City Speaks. Allison Josephs has um, this very, very special kid, uh, an Orthodox Jewish all-star called a kid genius by CNN. And um, they, in fact, dubbed him as one of the eight whiz kids who are the future of medicine. Josh Meyer joins Jew in the City, Allison Josephs, at 10 o'clock. Miriam L. Wallach with Joe Bednarsh, athletic director at Yeshiva University, at 10.30. And then Dr. Ofer Merin, deputy director general of Shari Tzedek Medical Center and director of trauma and emergency preparedness at Shari Tzedek. Should be a very interesting half hour between 10.30 and 11. And then at 1 o'clock after the live lunch, Gorf is going to be hosting the stun show. Listen carefully, because if you're into this stuff, you're going to love it. He is visiting Stan Lee's Kamikaze 2014 Entertainment Expo. He'll moderate a panel of Jewish, Christian, and atheist Hollywood writers from places like, you got David Sachs from The Simpsons, David Weiss from Shrek 2, Butch Hartman from Nickelodeon's Fairy Odd Parents, and Lisa Klink of Star Trek. All between 1 and 2 o'clock. If you want to hear an interesting topic called Villains and Faith, <laughs> with the people who know everything about villains, <laughs> and maybe something about faith, I'm not sure, uh, it should be a very interesting hour between 1 and 2 o'clock this afternoon. So big yeshikoch to Gorf. He always puts together something fascinating and interesting, and today is no exception. Tomorrow, it's the weekly update. Malcolm Holmline will join us tomorrow morning here at JM in the AM. We will discuss what's happening in this amazing world of ours. Make sure to be tuned in right here, uh, starting about 7.40 tomorrow morning, Friday, at JM in the AM.
p.m. in the a.m. Ashrenu done by the uh, Shira Hadasha Boys Choir, right? I believe it was Shira Hadasha Boys Choir. JM and the AM, thanks for tuning in. Great Thursday here at uh, JM and the AM. My thanks to Jonathan Greenstein. My thanks to the folks at Nefesh Ben Nefesh. Um, tomorrow, weekly update, Malcolm Honeline. That happens starting at the 7.40 in the morning. We'll go through the events of this week. There's a lot. There's a lot on the list. Warning, there's a lot on the list. Rumor has it Malcolm's in Israel, so or will be in Israel by tomorrow morning, so... Speak to them, hopefully, from the Holy Land. That's always nice. Don't forget the Stay Road Dinner is Wednesday night. Stay Road Dinner is Wednesday night. Go to stayroad.org. Get those reservations in, everybody. Stay Road Dinner is Wednesday night. This audience can always be relied on when it comes to Stay Road. Make sure you get your reservations in. And those who are heading to the airport for Shabbat Chaye Sarah, enjoy. A lot of I remember when I used to go on a Thursday. Ah, that feeling of arriving Friday, going straight to Hebron, just amazing. Achenu be Israel and Achim Achemer, brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite, America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at ninety one point nine on the FM dial, and around the world in the web, JM and the AM dot org. Wraps up a great Thursday. Uh, coming up next, Charlie Harari with the boardroom. An amazing edition of Jew in the City Speaks, as we mentioned earlier, with Josh Meyer. Allison speaks with him. Uh, Miriam L. Wallach with a great program. Joe Bednarsh from YU Athletics and Director General at the Shari Tzedek Medical Center will both be joining Miriam between 10.30 and 11. And that stunt show at 1 o'clock with Gorf is going to be amazing if you're into any of that stuff that we described. Um, you'll enjoy that between 1 and 2 o'clock. Pay careful attention to our Facebook update page, simply entitled Nachum Siegel Network, for all the latest details. Have a fabulous Thursday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.